You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 169 with my very special guest today, the one and only Zach Wilde from Black Label Society and also from Ozzy Osbourne. So in today's podcast, we talk all about his new album with Black Label Society, and the album is called Doom Crew Inc. So Zach gives us a great insight to the album, a bit of behind the scenes about writing the songs, and lets us know what's coming up this year for 2022 for Mr. Zach Wilde. And the opening track you are hearing today is from Zach's new album, and the song is called Set You Free. And again, the link are in the show notes if you want to get a copy of the album. Now, before we go to interview, I just want to do a very special thanks to Neil Daly at Daly Custom Designs Guitars. I just received my guitar the other week, and it is amazing. There's a clip on YouTube, which I'll put the, the link in the show notes so you can check it out, where he describes all about the guitar. So a replica of a, a Bumblebee by Van Halen, but with some modifications to my design. If you do want to know more about Neil's daily custom guitars, make sure you click on the link in the show notes so you can find out all about what he does, which is really amazing work. And also thank you to my sponsors, Arnold Krakowka. So thank you Arnold once again for your drum tracks, for producing, recording, guest starring on our album called The Mission. And thank you to Custom Guitar Picks as well. So let's go over to the interview now with Zach Wilde. Oh yeah! <laughs> I can hear him, there he is. What are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm going good, man. What's sake, Father Adam? What are you doing, man? Thank you very much for, for doing this for us. Yeah, without a doubt. Great talking to you, man. I've been, been a huge fan for a long time, so lo- love your playing. Appreciate it, bud. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, yeah, so congratulations with the, the new album, Doom Croom Inc. Now, would you like to call it Inc. or Incorporated? Whatever you want to do, just as long as you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Doom Croom Inc. is a yeah, great album. Appreciate oh. it, brother. Yeah, just full of yeah, great riffs, great vocals. I mean, uh, the whole L album is incredible. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think JD and uh, Adam did an amazing job with the the mixes and everything like that. So, yeah, yeah without a doubt, we're happy with it, man. Totally. So it was all recorded at your studio, wasn't it? Yeah. Ever since uh, Order of the Black, we've been making all the records since 2010. Mm. We've been making all the records, uh, you know, boxing all the Black Label Flavor Country Donuts making them, boxing them, and shipping them out from the Vatican. Yeah, totally. Very cool. That's great. So I thought if it's okay, we might just go through yeah, some of the songs. I've actually got little samples here as well. I just wanted to talk about a few things and ask you some questions. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, so first of all, with your the film clips you got out, so you've got uh, Set You Free and also End of Days. Now, notice both of those clips, you've, you've got some uh, fighting scenes involved. So. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, basically all those fighting scenes are everyone fighting over what's on the rider. Whether they want Reese's or peanut butter M&M's, you know what I mean? Reese's M&M's, or pe- you know, these these are very important issues. You know, we really don't, we're really not so much con- concerned with the music. I mean, it's more about makeup, our eyeliner, the fishnet stockings, the stilettos, and, you know, what's on the rider. I mean, these are the, <laughs> the important things that we focus on. That's the reason where all the fighting comes from. Okay. Instead of arguing, we just start brawling. Uh, you know what I mean? 
and still nothing gets, still no decisions get made at all. So it, yeah. nothing ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as you have a great time, that's the main thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, how about the one with the uh, the bears at the end of days? Do you do all your own stunts in that one? Yeah. I mean, it's, the whole thing is I just told, you know, I mean, as far as that video goes, it's just like, what ideas you got for this video? I go, how about this? I buy a grizzly bear outfit and a koala bear suit for me and JD. And then we just brawl throughout the whole video. Yeah. It's like, that has nothing to do with the song. I go, exactly. That means it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we enjoy doing our own stunts. We enjoy, you know, getting hurt. We enjoy ending up in the uh, intensive care unit. You know, it's it's all it's all for good fun. You know, we go for a root canal just even when your teeth don't even hurt. You know, just go yeah. for a root canal. Or, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? You're bored. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so cause I know you do a lot of, um, like, workouts and weightlifting and everything. Um, so do you do any martial arts as well? No, no martial arts. I mean, although... Uh, I've been married for over 30 years. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we probably learned some martial arts, you know, between, yeah. the, between, you know, the immortal beloved, the kids, the dogs, you know, just taking a nonstop beating for 30 plus years. You know, I yeah. should probably learn some martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too old to learn. Exactly. But, I mean, you did well in the bear suit. So, yeah, that's, that's the first step. Yes. Well, I've, I've watched every Bruce Lee movie. I know nothing, but I know the movies. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's Into the Dragon. I think I watched that a hundred times. All of them. They're all good. Uh, yes, that's those two songs. Now, going over to Destroy and Conquer. Now, I wanted to ask you about the the verse riffs of this, your vocals. It does remind me a lot of Ozzy, the way your the vocal melody goes. I did. Well, that's why I'm in a Zach Sabbath cover band. Of yeah. Course, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, uh, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But, um so, you know, like whenever I play that song for anybody or any black label for that matter, I tell them like, wow, this is kind of has a nice Sabbath flavor to it. I go, I've never heard of Black Sabbath before in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, <laughs> uh, well, just like what Keith Richards always says with uh, Chuck Berry, there's always some there's always some Chuck Berry floating around in a stone soup somewhere. So yeah. there's always there's always some Lord Iomi floating around somewhere in the black label suit for sure without yeah. a doubt but even that riff you have um with a breakdown this one here that's very separatish you know if it's a word yeah i got well i got that from the lord i only swap meet it was sitting right behind a toaster and a plate and i was like <laughs> how much is that riff right there he goes i wrote that riff back in 73 Give me 10 bucks and we'll call it a day. So, you know, exactly. So I, that's why I picked up that riff and the Destroy and Conquer riff itself. So, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, it's a really cool riff. It's one of those ones where it's my main job as a guitar teacher. So, you know, I was looking for those different riffs to teach people different things to do. Like, you know, Crazy Train's a great one to, to learn and Iron Man. And now we've got this one. So look forward to teaching some of the kids. Yeah, the Lord I owe me the flat five in there. You know what I mean? That's it. Exactly. And then we go to Ruins, the, the solos in this one. It's a, just a really tasty solo. That... Dario. All the Dario right there. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so that, that's all Dario, is it? Yeah. I started off, then Dario, then I come in, then Dario. When it goes up to B, you know, when it... When it 
hoses up. Mm. But uh, yeah, totally. It's just going back and forth. And then we end with the heart, you know, with the unison line there yep. at the end. There. Yeah, some of them I could pick. Some of them I couldn't. I think, is that Zach or is that Dario? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Dario's, Dario's more legato. He's more, he's more like a gazelle, you know, just more graceful. I'm more like a bull in a china shop. You know what I mean? I mean, that's when you can always hear, because I'm picking every note. I mean, where Dario, Dario used more legato. Yeah, he's definitely more fluid than I am. That's for sure. How about for songs like um, uh, Forever in a Day? Now, is that just you soloing on that? Yeah, that's me on that one. Yeah, yep. yeah, I thought so. Yep. Pretty much the ballads and Farewell. Yeah, all three of them. That's all me soloing on those guys. You know, for uh, Love Rain Down, you know, Forever in a Day, and then Farewell Ballad. That's all me. Uh, now, so the song Forsaken. So I wrote down here, it sounds like one of those ones where the, the melody you're singing over the riff, it just um, sounds really tricky. just like totally different timing really to what you're you're playing yeah i mean well what happens is a lot of time i mean what i usually do is like when we write the i'll write the riffs first i mean the melody's always the the riff always kind of like inspires a melody but i mean a lot of times i don't come up with the melody when i'm actually sitting writing them yeah like you know i might think of something i might want to sing over it but then when i actually when we're after we get the music all done i'm going to go uh, do the vocals. I'll actually just sit with it in the truck and I'll either come up with a melody. So I'm, I'm actually writing it as a singer, as opposed yeah. to a guitar player singer. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll approach it almost as if I was a singer in the band, how I would just sing over it. You know, that's what happens. Like a lot of times, even when we're about to do them live or whatever, yeah. I got to practice singing them because of the timing and everything like that. Cause if they don't, if the timing doesn't fit, you know what I mean? With the melody kind of thing. So yeah, yeah without a doubt, I know what you're saying. I mean, cause, yeah. uh, but it, you know, I'll sit and I'll approach it more like how a singer would just be like, oh, I played a riff a couple of times, like with us, you mm. know, with us, just goes out, keep playing a riff or whatever. When we're, we're in rehearsals, whether we're doing Miracle Man or anything back in the day, Oz would just go keep playing. And then Oz would come up with something right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll approach it that way. But uh, yeah, so no, I agree. Some, but you know, some of them I can come up with when I'm actually just sitting there jamming. But a lot of times I'll just do it, listening to the riff and approach it as a singer. And then yeah, over to again the more the slower one that love rain down. Uh, now with the piano. So are you playing all the piano on the album? Yeah. So this one yeah, again to another yeah, great solo. And I just really like those. It takes me back to when I very first learned with um, the Steve Lucas videos. Yeah, well, you got those, yeah. Yeah, those type of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah what is that? Montana, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without, yeah. That's but, totally a loop technique right there, yeah. And just your bends, too, in the song. Just shows you another style of your playing. It really comes out in the song. Appreciate it, brother. There's some Dickie Betts licks in there as well. You know, pentatonics and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that song's been around for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I wrote that song actually when my mother passed away. So I, that was actually when we were doing No More Tears at AM Studios. I ended up, you know, the, the middle bit and No More Tears, the piano bit. So I, yeah. when, I was, when we were coming up with that, I was just sitting in the studio by myself. And then I ended up writing Love Rain Down. 
So, yeah, I mean, that's the original. We, were, we ended up doing a heavy version of it on uh, Stronger Than Death in, like, 2000. But, I mean, that's originally how I wrote it, was the way on the piano, which, you yeah. know, which finally did. So, uh, mm. yeah, I'm really happy with the way it came out. And the other thing I did notice when you guys do it live, um, that No More Tears, where you got the slide, and you got like you're alternating between the slide and the, the riffs. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I, you know, obviously I got, you know, because that's obviously my love of the Almond Brothers and Skinner and everything like that. So, I mean, with the slide stuff, but uh, yeah, we had it when we were in the studio. And then I remember when we were in rehearsals, you know, I just had that dun, 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 dun. Then Oz would sing again. Then I, I just broke out the slide. You know, just for something, just to do something different, you know what I mean? And then also we had it in the beginning, almost kind of like a Freebird-esque type, you know, that that's where that came from. You know what I mean? Obviously my love for Skinner and Almonds and everything like that. So, uh, mm, yeah, yeah and that's, you know, that that's the influence of that. And then, you know, you, you end up using it and it comes out to something different, completely different. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, going over to the song Gospel of Lies. Now, this one, I really like your... The way you've done that little uh, chromatic rundown. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, thirty eight special. Hold <laughs> on, Luke. There you go. No, it's great. Yeah, somewhere, yeah, without a doubt, man. Yeah, but going back to the, like I was saying before about the melodies. You know, after writing it, the, the riffs, uh, the melody you wrote over this one just fits perfectly. That's nice, good. man. Well, I mean, once again, I mean, that's, I ended up coming up, same thing. I ended up writing that melody without the guitar in my hand, you know, yeah. while I was listening listening to the music. So, you know, like, it puts you in a different frame of mind when you listen to it that way, as opposed to like when you're playing it and you're singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of, you're in a different frame of mind you know what i mean so uh yeah. But yeah i wrote that melody once again just sitting in the truck listening to the backing track and also the uh the ending of this song you got your your famous pinch harmonic yeah. which gotta let everybody know once in a while it's me playing the guitar yeah. <laughs> So this is why people listen to it going, who is this? I don't know who this is. The next thing you know, they hear the, the pinch on my, they'll go, okay, I guess it's Zach. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why it just, so people know who they're listening to. You know, yeah. they go, not him. Go, not him again. I actually like the song slightly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. Like it's, uh, you know, everyone's got their little things. Like as soon as someone does tapping, oh, Ben Halen. But as yeah, soon as someone does a pinch harmonic, Hey, there's Zach, you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. So how did that first come about, the pinch harmonics for you? Um, my guitar teacher, Leroy Wright, when I was a teenager, he, uh, you know, I was asking him, like, you know, with, with Billy Gibbons, you know. So I said, like, how, how's he getting that, you know, that sound in, uh, in, in tush and everything like that. And he was just like, oh, no. And then he showed me the pinch harmonics, you know what I mean, how you do it. I was like, how, how do you do that? I don't know how you get that sound, you know. So. Yeah. Obviously, when I when I started playing with Oz, doing it on the lower strings, and then mm. obviously you double them, and then they really 
pop. You know what I mean? They really come to life. And then especially if you want to add a fourth or a third and you, and you do them at the same time, that that's a whole nother sound too. Yeah. In the studio. So uh, yeah, because you either do a third or a fourth, you know, and, and they really pop or a fifth, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You got, you know, you double them. So it's four, four guitars doing it. So it really pops out. I mean, you're definitely the master of them. You're watching your live videos and everything, you, you nail it every time. You know, <laughs> where sometimes you might go, do it. <laughs> where is it? <laughs> yeah, I think, well, you're just like anything. You do it enough, you know, then it's like second nature after a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next one, Shelter Me. Uh, so again, you've got your little, the harmony riff before the, the solos. takes you back to your, your Thin Lizzy days. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, yeah. like, you know, whether, you know, Thin Lizzy, you got, uh, you know, I mean, with Priest, the Allman Brothers, you know, with, I mean, as far as like all the awesome guitar harmony lines and then, you know, unison lines and harmony lines. Yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah. And actually, yeah, talking about those, yeah, the next one, The Gather of All My Sins, the, the way you start that off into that riff, it's just really clever, I mean, the way you got this... Uh, It, I mean, it's kind of sounds very Allman Brothers to me, you know, as soon as those major thirds come in there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's their Mark Allman Brothers sound, you know, just those harmony major thirds and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, just blast right into a Lord I Only Sabbath esque type riff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that the solo in this song, the, I mean, the, the, both the dueling solos, it's really like a, a, you know, a conversation between you and Dario, the way you, you guys do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Doing banjos, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> live, you know, live doing Fire It Up, we usually go out into the crowd and take drink orders and then do the same thing. You know, we solo back and forth and stuff like that. So, uh, no, I mean, pretty much that's where it all came from. Because, you know, for a while now, we've been doing that in the live shows. That's part of the show. So it pretty much just spilled over onto the record. You know, and so, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, the way we ended up doing it, I, I made sure I extended all the solos and then... You know, once once uh, I put my stuff on there that I wanted to put, I just sent the Dario over at his studio in Vegas. Yeah. Dark chapel over there. So, uh, yeah, Dario just, he, he listened to what I was playing, and then he just, he bounced it off and then started playing what he wanted to play, you know? So, yeah, yeah like that. And it, it didn't take long at all. I mean, Dario just listened to it, and he was like, all right, let me, let me come up with something, and I'll send it right back. Mm. So it was pretty much that fast. Have you played any of these live yet from the album? Uh, no, the only one we were playing live was Set You Free. Because okay. the single was when we were yeah. out torn. You know what I mean? So, so what else we got playing coming up this year for 2022 for you? Um, well, obviously, we're going to – the game plan is in, I guess, five months from now. We're going to go over to Europe for all the festivals and everything like that. And then we come back to the States. And then uh, – I mean, obviously, the game plan is to go around the world. You know what yeah. I mean? To do Australia, New Zealand, Asia, Russia – I mean, everywhere, you know, I mean, just, you know, I, I plan on us touring for the next two years on this album. And then we'll see what happens with the boss with Oz in, in 2023. If he's feeling ready to roll, then we, then we go out with the boss. But I mean, right now that's, that's what's scheduled right now. And then, no. you know, I mean, everything changes from day to day. So we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. So is that album finished? The one you're done with Ozzy? 
Oh uh, yeah, it's on right now. So you know, so I mean, they're going to be mixing it soon. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one's done right now. It's in the can. So unless you know, unless there's some other stuff Oz wants to do to it or whatever. But uh, yeah, right now it's pretty much done. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome album with yourself, Clapton. Who was it? Miami. Yeah, I mean, if you were to tell me when I was 15 years old, I'd be on a record with Ozzy, Tony, Eric Clapton, and Jeff Beck. I would have never. I would have been like, yeah, okay. You know, I would have never put money down on that one. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah definitely, uh, definitely a dream come true and a complete honor. Without oh, yeah. and, and last thing, you, you got your podcast. Is that still working at the moment? Not happening? Uh, yeah, we're gonna get. We're going out to New York to start that. Me and uh, me and Jade Jesus, we're gonna uh, let the comedy roll. So we'll probably be brawling too. I'll make sure I bring the grizzly bear outfit and the uh, panda bear. <laughs> And we can start brawling on the podcast. Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the things. But again, congratulations with the new album. It's just fantastic. Oh, it, my brother. Yeah, I really look forward to seeing you guys playing it live, hopefully down in Australia one day. Without a doubt. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man. Without yeah. a doubt. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again, Zach. Hi, right, man. Father Adam, you take care of yourself, brother. Yep. And hopefully we'll catch up when you're down here. You got it, my brother. Take care, buddy. See you later. Bye-bye.